the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. What is faith? We talk about it. We sing about it in our hymnals, in our praise courses. We read about it in the Bible. We get up and give testimony, and in every testimony, we say it was faith in Jesus. I mean, that word faith just keeps popping up all the time, all the time, for years. But what is it that we're talking about, singing about, testifying about? What is faith? Welcome to The Healing Word a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. A number of years ago, a long, long time ago, there was a tightrope walker that went up to the state of New York and strung a rope across Niagara Falls from the American side uh, United States side all the way across to the Canadian side. And then in the presence of thousands of viewers, he walked across that rope with that torrent current below. And they were aghast, the audience was, as they viewed him. And then he tiptoes across. And, and then he, he runs across. And then he puts a blindfold on and he walks across blindfolded. And then he takes a wheelbarrow and he wheels the wheelbarrow across from the U.S. side all the way across with that gushing, gushing torrent coming down. And then, then he says this. All those thousands of people speaks to them. He said, ladies and gentlemen, do you believe I can wheel a man across in a wheelbarrow? Now, they had seen him walk across, tiptoe, run, blindfolded. I mean, he, he did all of this in their presence, and everybody cheered, and, and particularly one man up real close to the front, I can believe it, I know you can do it. The man said, okay, come and get in. <laughs> and the man put his hand down, and he, he slinks back. <clears throat> yeah. we, we, we can say anything, <laughs> but it takes something to do what we're saying, doesn't it? Faith without works is dead. <laughs> this mysterious something called faith. What is faith? We talk about it. We sing about it in our hymnals, and in our praise courses. We read about it in the Bible. We get up and give testimony, and in every testimony, we say it was faith in Jesus. I mean, that word faith just keeps popping up all the time, all the time, for years. But what is it that we're talking about, singing about, testifying about? What is faith? Now, the word, just the word faith, is a noun. The word believe is a verb. These words are synonymous, basically the meaning exactly the same thing. Faith. 
It's a means of salvation. The Bible says we are saved by grace through faith. Now, grace, that's God's part. That means the loving kindness of God. God has mercy upon us, and God does something for us that we can't do for ourselves. That is, bring us into salvation. We're saved by grace through faith. Now, grace is God's part. Faith is our part. The Scripture also says that God makes all things possible through faith. It said all things are possible to him who believes. The Scripture says that God answers prayer because we have faith. It said, the Scripture says, let him ask in faith. Ask in faith, nothing wavering. Ask in, in faith. Ask in what? What am I talking about when I use faith, uh, that word, and sing about it and use it over and over? What, what is God wanting me to do? How am I to do it? And then the Scripture says that God is pleased by faith. Without it, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So now the Scripture says that God answers prayer by faith. God performs miracles by faith. Uh, God cannot be pleased without faith. I would conclude that faith must be pretty important, wouldn't you? Because nothing is going to happen without faith. You can't get saved. Have your sins forgiven. Everything begins with faith. Again, the question is, what is it? What is faith? Now, you have an outline, and it's going to be on the screen, and we're going to talk about it. The Scripture says <clears throat> in Romans 12, 3, the measure of faith God has given you, simply saying that every person has it, whether you can describe it, whether you know how to define it, you have it. You can exercise it, and it is an awesome power within the believer to have faith because faith does Awesome things. It even moves mountains, the Scripture says, if we just have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Now, every person has been given this measure of faith. It's a, it's a mental capacity that every baby is born with it. It's an inner disposition that causes us to do exploits. Even if we're not a Christian, faith is what causes us to go to the moon. It's what caused Columbus to come to America. Someone said, yeah, but America was there. But he didn't know it was there. And so faith does great things, and particularly in the life of a believer. So everybody has a measure of faith. Now, God has put this on deposit. Now, you are to allow it to grow and to make it grow until it becomes great and mighty within you, bringing glory to God, exploits in his name, and joy and happiness and victory in your life. How does faith grow? Faith grows as we read the Holy Scriptures, the writings of the apostles in the New Testament, the writings of the prophets in the Old Testament. You see, you have a measure of it. You have a capacity for it. There's that place somewhere in your brain, in your life, in your psyche. It's there. God has put it there. It's a tiny little thing. You're born with it. It's up to you now to make it grow. If you make it grow, and you can make it grow by simply trusting the word that you know and that you read. Now, as we know the word, our faith is going to grow, and it'll grow strong. There's a, a, a Chinese bam, bamboo tree that... Uh, th this tree is, is planted... 
and then the, the Chinese will water the tree, they'll fertilize the tree for the first year. Nothing happens. The second year, they will feed that tree again, they'll water it, but nothing happens. The third year, the same thing. The fourth year, the same thing. The fifth year, they will water it, and they will fertilize it. And then within the six-week period of that fifth year, somewhere in that fifth year, in six weeks, that bamboo will come up out of the ground and grow 90 feet tall. Now, the question is, when did the bamboo grow? Did it grow in the fifth year, or did it grow all five years? Well, it grew all five years. While the Chinese were watering it and fertilizing it, the roots were growing strong. Something was happening that wasn't observable by the natural eye. But something in the soil, underneath the earth, beyond the sight of man, something was happening. You see, I can't see faith growing in you. I can't see it happening. You can't see it happening in me. But as the word of God is the bread of life, as the word of God is the water of life, as the word of God feeds you and, and brings refreshment to you, there's something that will start happening inside you. The word is becoming strong. Faith is becoming strong. Faith is growing. And there will then come that time when you will trust God, believe God, and your prayers will be answered and miracles will happen. Now, I can read the Bible and read it over and over many times. But until I set my heart upon what I'm reading and allow what I'm reading to come into my heart. A moment ago, we stood here and I said, put your Bible up close to your heart, you know. Until it comes in, uh, the, the faith doesn't come. But, and, and when it comes in, then obedience begins to happen. The scripture says, let me find it for you. Romans 16, 26, the obedience of faith. Say those words, the obedience of faith. Now, faith has a foundation. That foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. But it is when I'm obeying the word, that's that's why so often we pray and we say, well, God says this. He says if we ask in the name of Jesus, he'll do it. The Bible says uh, ask in faith, nothing wavering. And so we will ask according to what the scripture is telling us to do, but there is not the obedient life behind the asking. I don't know whether you're getting this this morning, are you? Yeah. If there is obedience there, now you can ask in faith. Now you can ask in faith, but you can quote the scripture and not obey the scripture. You can say, yes, I believe you can wheel a man across in that wheelbarrow, but I'm not the man. <laughs> Choose another man. Anybody can say anything. Anybody can quote the scripture. Even the devil can quote the scripture. But it's the man that believes it. It's the woman that acts upon it. It's that person who allows the word of God to change their life and their behavior and their disposition. And as you believe the word, the word begins to grow in you. Obedience will come forth. Now you can go out there and ask for blessings. You can ask for anything in the name of the Lord, and you can believe God to do it. Will you say amen? amen. Now, now, let me go back for just a moment. <clears throat> Everybody has the capacity. You're born with it. It's up to you to make it grow. When it begins to grow, you then begin to obey it. That's how you know it's growing. It's growing in you. Faith is something that takes root. It grows. It develops. You're the one that makes it grow and makes it develop. 
And as it grows and develops because you've read the Word, the Old Testament prophets, the New Testament um, writings, because you have done that, you, 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 nobody can make you doubt, but you can make yourself believe. And as you believe, you then will begin to adhere to the Word of God that you believe. Now we know you're believing because it is working in you. It's changing you. It's developing you into a Christ-like person, a Christ-like character. Now you can trust God. You can believe God. You can pray the prayer of faith. You have a life of obedience to back it up. You have the foundation of the Word. Now exploits will begin to happen. That's why so many people are praying and believing and quoting and getting nothing because they are slipshod uh, in their Christian life, in their obedience to the Lord. They're, they're not very careful about obeying what they're reading. Uh, they, they believe it in church, but they forget about it out there. And, and, and they obey parts, but faith takes hold of the Word, or the Word takes hold. These men are believing. <clears throat> now, I think of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a great prophet. He was a prophet of failure and tears, but he also prophesied hope. They put him in a dungeon, and he began to prophesy. I mean, the Spirit of God came on him, and the, the Holy Spirit anointed him, and he prophesied hope. When Israel was in one of their most down, a dismal, depressed conditions, and he, their prophet, their spokesman, was put down in a dungeon like a well, when they got him out, they had to put ropes down and put rags down so he could put under his arms to, to crank him and to pull him up out. And he was there sinking deep into the muck and the mire. Now, it was like a Sunday morning church service down there. <laughs> yes, indeed. God was there. And he knew. You see, God never leaves us nor forsakes us. God will follow his obedient child wherever that child is. And Jeremiah began to prophesy hope. Hope means I have a future. There's something out ahead for me. Things are not always going to be like they are this morning or like they are today. My hurt, my pain, my disappointment, I'm not going to experience it forever and ever. God's going to do something. And this is what Jeremiah was saying. I'm down here in this terrible mess, but God's going to do something. I, I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it. But I know he's going to do it. And somebody, somehow, God's going to get me up out of here. How far are you down this morning? How far are you down? Well, God's going to get you up out of there if you are an obedient, faith-believing child of God. Can you say praise the Lord? God is lifting. God is encouraging. God is doing new things. God is transforming lives. Things don't always remain the same. And then I read about the Apostle Paul. Already told you about the one time he was in prison, but he was in prison several times. Somebody said wherever Paul went, he would, he would ask him, he'd say, well, take me down to the, the city jail. I want to see where I'm going to spend the night. <laughs> he just knew he was going to get arrested. <laughs> but those jails became a sanctuary for him. He was in jail so many times. But you know, while he was in prison, the Holy Spirit moved upon him, and he wrote most of the epistles in the, in, in, in the New Testament. This is what he did. God can get into that situation. God can bring you through. You can have an experience and a revelation of God in that trial, in that problem, in that difficulty like you've never had before. It's not always on the mountain we do the shouting. 
It's not always when we're up and happy that God is with us. He's with us when we were down and unhappy. And God is lifting and God is encouraging. You know, so many of God's people, we, we waste our trial. We, we complain about it. We say God hasn't answered prayer. And, and, and it doesn't work. Or we may not say it, but we begin to act that way. We stop praying, reading the word. Even our church attendance begins to falter. And we're, we're just wasting it. And in that trial, in that difficult situation, God wants to come through and show us Jesus in a way that we've never seen Jesus before. Hallelujah. Don't waste it. So many of us have wasted and wasted. And you know what? That's why we have to go through it again. We didn't get it this time. We flunked. So we have to repeat third grade. We flunked. We want to pass on to the fourth grade, don't we? Fifth grade. We want to get out of junior high and get into high school. But we keep flunking the test. We keep wasting what God has brought. Yes, God has led us into particular situations that he might reveal himself to us and do something good and wonderful and beautiful in our life. Now, I want you to think of where you are. I want you to think of the situation you're in. Can you say, thank God I'm broke. <laughs> thank God I'm being evicted. Thank God I got a, what is it, a pink slip. I only said a blue slip, a pink slip. Can you do that? Can you say, thank God this is happening to me, but God is with me. You don't stop there. You go on and saying, I'm not alone. The Alpha and the Omega, the one who is the beginning and the end, is with me to bless me, to help me, to reveal himself. He's going to do something. This is what Jeremiah said while he was down in the depths. He said, God's going to do something. The scripture tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. There's a future for you. There's something out there for you. In Jesus, that's how faith works. But faith will not work if you don't know the word. Faith will not work if you don't obey the word. But if you know the word, you obey the word, things are going to change. You're going to come out of the pit. The mountain is going to move. God's glory is going to shine upon you. And you're going to see Jesus and love Jesus and serve Jesus and worship Jesus like you've never done before. Hallelujah. This is God's plan. This is God's word. I have a feeling right now in my soul that some of you are going to say, now I know how to grow in faith. Now I know what to do. This difficulty that I'm in, Pastor, I'm enlightened today. I'm going to thank God for this situation. I'm going to thank God because God's going to bring me through and I'm going to have greater faith. I'm going to have a greater relationship with the Lord. This is a difficult time, but God's with me. And with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, point C in your outline, faith operates in the believer. And I want you to look at the screen and read with me Hebrews 11, verse 1. In unison, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Now, faith, that means if you've, you have the capacity, everybody has it, you've read the word and you're listening to the word taught and preached, the word is coming in, Growth is taking place. Now you're setting your heart upon what you've heard and what you've read. That's obedience. Now you're obeying the word. Now, now it's going to work. Now it's going to work. Now faith. We're there. We've arrived and we've done those things. Now faith is being sure. Being sure. Friend, there's, there's so few things in this world that you can really be sure of. Really. I mean, we live in a world of lies, half promises, 
I mean, broken vows. That's, that's the kind of world we live in. But faith in God is a sure thing. It's a sure thing. You talk about insurance that covers you. This is a sure thing. We make plans. We make promises. Some people make plans and make promises with no intention of ever keeping them. That's right. They really do. I performed weddings, one wedding in particular a long time ago. Someone said, I, I knew just as soon as this thing was over, I was going to divorce him. As I stood at the altar, this altar, I found out some things. I said, why did you go through with it? You didn't have to say I do. <laughs> why did you do that? Well, I just knew that I could get away, get, get away from him. I knew I could get out of it. I had all intentions. I had a, all intentions of doing it. And I, they had absolutely no intention of keeping the vows. I mean, we live in a world, but God's word is sure. Hallelujah. I could just jump up and down this morning and shout. God's word is sure. We, we write contracts. Uh, we make handshakes. We make promises. And then someone says, hey, you didn't read the fine print. That's the fine print. You're reading it. Hallelujah. <laughs> God's word is sure. Now, is there anything we can be sure of? Yes. A thousand times yes. Uh, seven thousand times yes. Do you know somebody told me that there are seven thousand promises in the Bible? How many did I say? I just want to check to see if you're listening. <laughs> seven thousand promises in the Bible. 7,000. Do you know God has never gone back on one of them? You talk about a track record. <laughs> God has never called up and canceled an appointment with you. Has he? God never, never, did, never has never done that. He's always been on time when the situation was so bleak and you wondered where he was and if anything was going to happen, it happened just in time, didn't it? God is a wonderful God, a good God, a good God all the time. And he'll never call at the last minute and, and leave you hanging. Not at all. God always comes through. You can be sure of that. See, faith keeps on. Faith is not a quitter. It's, it's not the, the thing to do when the problem is there, when you don't see the results. You keep focused. You keep focused on the Lord. And then it says, faith is certain of what we do not see. Faith enables us to go forward, to believe, to see a future, to, to see a new tomorrow, to see the goodness of God. Faith. Friend, now it's up to you. It's up to you. You have the measure of faith. God has given it to you. You got it at birth. It's up to you. Now, you can develop it. You can make it grow by trusting the word, believing the word, obeying the word. As you do, you may not see anything happen like the bamboo tree, but you stay in there, you stay in there, you stay in there. And then in God's time, when it's the best time for you, God comes through. God comes, not the best time for God, but it's the best time for you. God comes through and the miracle happens. Don't get discouraged if the answer doesn't come immediately or the miracle doesn't happen today. Hang in there, keep believing, because faith is the substance of things hopeful. There is a future if you're steadfast. Amen? Amen. Praise be to the Lord. 
We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris. Thanks for listening to The Healing Word coming to you from the Largo Community Church, Mitchellville, Maryland. The Largo Community Church is a Bible-believing church. You're invited to come and worship with us. Each Sunday morning, we have two great, wonderful worship services, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I can assure you, you will hear the Word of God. We're located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. That's also South Bowie. Check out our website. That's largocc.org. May the word of God you hear on this program bring healing and wholeness to your life, spiritual healing, emotional healing, physical healing. We appreciate your prayers and your financial gifts for the support of this ministry. Friend, Jesus loves you, and we love you too. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry? And consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.